Hello listeners. Welcome to the first episode of Insider Talk, a series of deeper insights and inside stories from our guests for you on the popular show Love Yourself First. I am your host Meghaladi and our today's guest has been an award-winning tech entrepreneur, a prime-time radio jockey, founder of Obino, a health tech startup and founder of Lightbulb AI. She loves being called a foodie as much as you and me do. A hardcore fitness junkie, a speaker, a blogger and a caring mother. A very warm welcome to Ritu Soni Srivastava. Good afternoon, Ritu. This Good is afternoon. From Life by Meghal. Great to be on the show, Meghal. How are you doing today? All good, all good. Um, looking forward to speaking. Yes, yes, absolutely. Great. It's so nice to have you here with us on the show. I would like to have some insights from your own journey for our listeners and to help us in our journey as well. Sure, that would absolutely be my pleasure. To begin with, I'd like to have a very simple question which you can share with the listeners. There's a very interesting saying, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. I'm sure you already have experienced this a lot in your personal lifestyle and you have helped me to achieve this in my lifestyle as well. So let's share how does this help one in self-betterment and how can this be achieved with ease and simplicity? How did you tweak this and achieve this with an ease and simplicity? Well, I think that's a very interesting question, Miguel. For all of us, our comfort zones are literally the areas where we don't have to stretch to achieve what we want to achieve. Um, but unfortunately, comfort zones turn into from a safe space into a boring space very, very quickly because nothing new ever happens in a comfort zone. You you don't learn anything new, you don't achieve anything new. So for someone who is constantly looking for learning and growth and novelty in their life, a comfort zone becomes a stifling place. Um, for me, it's always been about doing what I haven't done before, learning, uh, growing as a person. So for me, the challenges and learnings have always come when I've stepped out of my safe space um, because that's where you feel exposed, you feel vulnerable because you're not comfortable, you don't know how to react, you don't have the necessary knowledge to deal with certain situations, that forces you into a learning mode. So you reset to, I think, an earlier phase in your life when things were challenging, when you had to learn and deliver and achieve. And uh, that keeps you fresh, both mentally, physically, and emotionally, because you're constantly grappling with something new. There's constantly a sense of challenge, a sense of novelty, 
life is just more exciting outside your comfort zone so that's how i look at it absolutely i think that was perfect and you know, that's exactly what we have been experiencing there are a lot of uh, listeners and a lot of people around us who do wish to come out of their comfort zones but it's a bit challenging for them it's not as easy as we have experienced it or maybe they might be pursuing it that we have made it more easier so how can we make it more easier for them to achieve how can they achieve it with ease and simplicity how can they come I out of that mental block so i think what uh, what often happens when we look to move out of our comfort zone is that we look at what we want to achieve in its entirety and that um, magnitude of that achievement scares us so for instance if you're in a safe corporate job um, and you know you want to move out of your comfort zone you want to do something of your own um the thought of leaving that job the security of a paycheck coming in regularly uh what will your friends and family say will they adjust to it the fact that you might fail spectacularly and lose all your savings you know all of these are associated risks and when you look at the idea and think of taking the plunge obviously it freaks you out and therefore you retreat back into your comfort zone so the trick uh, with venturing out of your comfort zone is to do it in small increments so if your eventual movement outside your comfort zone is maybe about starting your own business then the first step outside to give you confidence and to not freak you out is to perhaps learn about that domain you know spend a couple of hours every week reading or speaking with people from that industry or researching speaking to potential customers about that industry and then slowly and steadily progressing on that journey maybe you know doing a part time gig maybe taking a small course to help equip you with information on that space so i think what happens is when you look at it's literally like standing at the base of a mountain if you look at the summit of the mountain the the magnitude of the task will scare you and then you will never attempt it because you look at it and say you know there's just no way that i can achieve this but if you look only at the next step that you have to take which is literally lifting your foot and putting it in front of you then that's achievable so the trick always i think in in achieving anything and that's true also for stepping out of your comfort zone is to just break it down into absolutely tiny non scary steps that you can achieve and that will not have a detrimental impact on your life and your stress levels and then together obviously the journey of a thousand miles begins with a you know simple step everybody knows that but every single step will take you closer to your goal that was absolutely wonderful i think and very well explained you know that the journey of a thousand miles starts with a step and when you break your entire journey into smaller steps it's not only going to be enjoyable but that it will push you more towards your goal with ease that was very fabulously explained by you uh moving on to the next question tell me how significant is it to stay fit and get fit and how does this play an important role in our own self betterment process because you know a lot of people they don't focus on the fitness part or they might be missing out on the fitness part 
this they tend to be more fitter they might be able to perform the regular course the regular tasks and even the business or maybe they can go very easy in their relationships so all this is connected to fitness according to me how does this play a evidential role in self betterment so you know to be very honest mikhail i've also been in that same situation where i was not at all into fitness for the first 35 years of my life um i was a bookworm i used to spend my time holed up in a corner reading or sleeping um i was i have never played games i was not a sports person i was not at all active when i was a child uh, if i was made to play i would retreat at the first chance and you know hide up myself away in a room and try and read so i was literally one of those people who never read engaged in any sporting activity or any fitness activity for me uh, fitness was incidental um because when i started obino which was a health and weight loss company um the stress levels of my startup were so high that um i actually started going to the gym in my society complex as a way of getting away from work uh, it was just 1 hour in a day where obviously my phone was switched off and there was nobody talking to me and the act of fitness is such that when you are working out or when you are exercising or when you are playing there's no space in your mind for any other thoughts you're very in the moment it's it's strangely meditative in a way for people who work out and that very quickly for me became my safe space it became my me time um the net result also happens is that once you start working out you feel really good at the end of the workout session you know endorphins and the combination of the mental peace that that hour of workout brings you uh, plus the fact that you feel energized and you feel great at the end of it slowly became an addiction for me so that's how i got into fitness even today i don't meditate a lot of people i know meditate and you know it really calms their minds down and reduces their stress level for me fitness does that it's it's my meditative experience because i listen to music and i do my own thing uh, i'm i'm a bit of a gym junkie i you know work on mobility strength i don't do so much cardio but whatever i do it is it's a time where i'm very inward focused uh, my mind is not constantly racing it's very focused on the movement on the weight that i'm lifting because you know you can't think of anything else when you're lifting weights you will smash yourself in the face so it's strangely meditative uh, it's calming it's deeply de-stressing and of course all of the physical benefits of working out you know uh, you your endurance gets better um you sleep better at night your overall stress levels are better your body remains toned and fit and in shape um and obviously that means you look better which obviously cuts down on stress when it comes to how you look and your body image so in a lot of ways fitness um provides a lot of benefits having said that always very difficult for someone to start a new routine um and it is challenging but there again the trick i believe is is to start small and do something that you enjoy um and remain consistent and that the benefit of that consistency is something that i'm seeing now um i've been at this now for 5 to 6 5 to 6 years 
um and it's become a part of my life so you'll see people who are into fitness it becomes a part of their daily routine and then they become addicted to it so if you take somebody who's fit out of their daily routine they get highly disturbed <laughs> so it, it i think it just becomes a part of your life and uh, that's how our bodies were meant to be we were meant to move and lift and throw and run and jump we were not meant to sit hunched over a computer for the better part of the day so when you you do incorporate fitness and activity into your life your body and your life does come back into balance and that that uh, evens out a lot of things overall so absolutely. that's my take on fitness absolutely i think that was again wonderfully shared yes uh, it's very true that it's not only your physical appearance which uh, comes into shape with being better there are a lot of other factors which are associated with physical fitness which also start being active like you get good sleep you have a glow on your face your mental conditioning becomes better you have more decision making power and there is a lot of progress you can make you can be more confident whether it's in your business whether it's in your relationships so all those things definitely can be achieved with fitness and which does help in an overall self betterment and this is very well explained by you thank you wonderful okay uh moving on to the next question how essential is it to maintain a routine and time management for self betterment and how did this benefit you there are a lot of people who are juggling hard you know to maintain their routines to manage their time because it's a very crucial factor people do have 24 hours a day but a lot of people feel the need of having 48 hours a day they are juggling between their schedules between their work between their family life between their social media between television on the cricket matches so there are a lot of things which are occupying their time and eventually they end up with maybe scarce or no time so how can they manage their time well for actually focusing on the routines and you know focusing on the fitness part and how can they have the me time out of this schedule and how easily can they do that well you know honestly megal there is no right answer for this because um, what happens and this is something that i've also seen in my own routine and the routine of people around me is mm-hmm. that if you try to be everything for everybody you will be nothing mm-hmm. to anyone um what we do is we try and be great at our work we are trying to be great with our family we want to be great to ourselves um we want to do everything and we want to do it equally well now that is just not fundamentally possible so i think at the right at the beginning of it uh, we need to set priorities in our life what are the things that really matter to you as an individual what does true success look like to you as an individual not to your family to your spouse to your parents to your kids to your friends but to you you know what does success mean to you and to achieve that success what are the priorities that you need to give things in your life the moment that happens you know you will always find time for the things that are truly important for you but then you will have to by force delegate or remove those activities 
which do not fall in your parameter of success so for me my work is very important um, my daughter is very very important and my fitness is very very important beyond this i have no priorities so i don't socialize um, i don't hang out too much with friends i barely watch any tv um for me these are my priorities and i make sure that i build my life around these three priorities then there's plenty of time i i don't cook so as uh, as weird as it sounds i don't think i've really cooked a proper meal for the last 10 15 years except during lockdown when there was no option but because that's something i don't prioritize in my life and i'm not good at it i delegate it i have somebody who helps me with my household work the cooking because it's not a priority for me it is a priority for somebody who wants to be a good wife uh, wants to be perceived as a great homemaker but that's not my priority so it's it's tricky in a way because you know what what's the terms of success to you may widely differ from what society considers successful and you will take a hit uh, you know people will say oh she doesn't know how to cook she's not a great mother she's not a great wife look if somebody does the cooking in her house and i'm okay with that because that's not what spells success for me for me success is about building a great organization being um really successful career wise about having time to spend with my child about having time to spend on my fitness and feel great and look great and that's my priority so you can't have everything nobody can it's just not possible but if you pick what you want to have and prioritize that you will always have enough time in your day for it but then you won't have time for the rest of the unnecessary stuff <laughs> I guess I completely so, yeah. agree with this. Yeah, I mean, it's all about prioritizing because unless and until we are able to list down what are the activities which we intend to do with the time at our peripheral, and we prioritize them, we won't be able to do justice to either of them. So once we start prioritizing, yes, we ourselves are clear as to what are the key factors and what are the key things which really hold importance for you. If self betterment is one of them, we automatically are going to prioritize that time and find some me time which is going to help you for the self betterment for sure. Hundred percent. So you can't win at everything. If you want no, you to win at something, then you have to lose at something. But you get to pick what you want to win at. Yes, absolutely. I think it's like um, I mean, you know, it's like a menu card of a restaurant wherein you just pick what you want to eat. So the same thing applies here. I mean, you prioritize what are the things which you actually love to do, you want to be engaged with, and what you want to experience. And those are the things which are going to be shortlisted. These are the topmost priorities which are going to help you for your success. Absolutely. I think that's wonderfully complete. Okay, uh, Ritu, moving forward, we all do experience a lot of emotions when we do the multitasking. when we work when we act as a parent when we act as a peer or when we act as a leader it's like anger stress frustrations anxieties how do we balance ourselves and how do we manage these expressions and emotions and what helps us 
to cope with all these emotions. I mean, what helped you? Because you were an entrepreneur. So time in the day, there might be a lot of challenges which you might have experienced. You might be juggling between your family, your daughter, your health, your work. So all these are going to be a part and parcel. How did you balance yourself? How did you keep yourself upright and cope up with all these emotions, time and again? And how did you move further to elevate on your goals? So, I think I, I tried as most people do to balance my emotions and you know deal with them in what I felt were challenging circumstances. I was not always successful. Um, and you know I have no shame in admitting that because these were all things that I was getting used to um, and I'm sure I gave my family a very hard time I'm sure I gave my husband a very hard time I'm sure my kids often my daughter often took the brunt of um, my temperament when I was you know going through a rough phase so I can't say that I've cracked it um, and that I was you know calm and in control and rational no I've often had meltdowns I've um, throw, you know, had a lot of episodes of really struggling with how to manage my emotions, how to manage failure. I think everybody goes through that. Um, I think the things that helped me a great deal um, was that my, I had a few friends, I had, I had a few mentors specifically who were there as sounding boards for me, uh, whom I could speak to get opinions on, get reassurance and at some way their belief in me helped me hold firm at a time when things absolutely seemed dark and dismal. So I think some relationships that um, create confidence in yourself that help you weather bad times, whether they're with your spouse, whether they're with your friends, whether with your mentors, whether with fellow entrepreneurs, um, some relationships um, are critical to holding you together as, as a personality. Also, focusing on things like health and wellness, making sure you get enough sleep, uh, having a steady workout routine, spending time doing things that make you happy, bring you energy. All of that, it just, the trick I think is to find ways to keep your mind calm during the bad times. And everybody goes through bad times. They could be work-related, they could be relationship or family-related, they could be financially related. You know, there are a lot of things which create downs in your life. If there are things that allow you to weather those downs uh, without falling apart, those are what will eventually help you stay balanced and rational and come out of it relatively intact. And I say relatively because everybody breaks a little bit in, in tough situations. But um, if, you, if you come out relatively impact, you know, intact, I think that, that's quite an achievement. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I guess uh, that's very well spelled. I mean, the key is, I think, yes, we all have emotions. But then it's important to vent these emotions out at the right time, at the right place with the right person. So you may pick up a person of your choice, maybe anybody in your peer, in your circle, and you need to vent it out at the right time to stay relatively balanced. And at the same time, there are activities which you mentioned, which is, say for example, for you, it's the workout. So yes, workouts, yeah. meditations, these are, again, add-ons which are going to help vent out the emotions. Because emotions are going to be part and parcel of the life. 
we can't escape them. They are like a so all we need to do is relatively balance them and not break apart, fall apart. No. Yeah, and I think at the end of it, uh, we also need to forgive ourselves for a lot of the stuff that we do. Um, you know, I was telling my daughter this when she was speaking negatively about herself. I said, "You wouldn't say these things to me. Why? Why do you say these things to yourself? We are so much harder on ourselves than we are on anybody else in our life." And it should be the other way around because if if we are not gentler with ourselves then who will be gentle with us so i think uh, sometimes we need to accept we're human <laughs> we mess up uh, and that's okay uh, yeah. you know apologize if we've hurt someone stepping forward to apologize is never a bad thing it gives us peace of mind gives the other person peace of mind and it will happen you will hurt people you know it's, you're not god but to accept that you've hurt someone that you did not do it maliciously to step forward and apologize and make peace and then to be kind to yourself about it that okay i messed up i forgive myself and let's just move on i think that's something a whole lot of us don't do we carry that trauma as baggage around you know saying i messed up here i messed up there i messed up this also i messed up that also i'm a terrible person i don't deserve anything good no wonder everybody treats me like this and then it just escalates to your mind as a madhouse so <laughs> letting go i think is is very very critical absolutely i think yes uh, that's uh, very well said and i think that's exactly the message which we at life by megala trying to advocate to accept ourselves to love ourselves unconditionally and to move on because we are humans so we do mess it up as we say that but then yes, we have to accept that this was something where we went wrong introspect analyze and correct it and that's how i mean we can go to the next step and next level yes there's a need to apologize if there's a need to show gratitude there are values of life which we can practice and these are definitely going to help us go a long way 100% okay uh, moving forward there's an interesting thing i mean we all are foodies and i think when it comes <laughs> about food we have an amazing smile on our face our life is totally influenced by the food we eat it's a fact but at the same time it's also important to understand eating the right food at the right time in the right balance which is going to help you for yourself personally so can you share your experiences with meals and food because as i understand you when you were a foodie as much as i was but then yes we did choose a little bit of tweak in the food in our lifestyle and this is what helped us a long way to move forward so i'd like to have you share your experiences with these and food Hundred percent. So, um, one of the things that I did realize after I gained a lot of weight and then lost it and started obino was that um, food, unfortunately, is used to satisfy different kinds of hunger, and it's not always physical hunger for food that it's used to satisfy. Um, unfortunately, due to various reasons, we use food to satisfy hungers for acceptance. for pleasure for happiness we we bring that's emotional eating right you eat to be happy um 
eating to be happy is a great thing as long as it's a physical hunger you're satisfying but the moment you eat to address other gaps in your life uh, a lack of love a lack of achievement um, a lack of self esteem there's where the whole thing kind of goes belly up because then food is not food food becomes a substitute for everything that you want in life and that's where you know your health goes for a toss your you know your physical parameters go for a toss and then it becomes a vicious circle so you eat to fill a hunger that cannot be filled by food and then you feel hungry again and then you eat more and then you keep eating till your body image gets destroyed and your physical health gets destroyed and that plays back into your sense of self worth and then you eat more to fill up that sense of self worth and it's just a very destructive cycle and we've seen it happen to multiple people thankfully it did not happen to me um though i was heading towards that spiral but i broke out of it but i see it in in more people than i like to where food becomes a substitute for other joys in life uh and that's where food can be dangerous because the the brain interprets pleasure in multiple ways and it can take that pleasure from food which should come from you know relationships and from working out and from moving your body and from having satisfying fulfilling work all of those pleasures can be substituted for with food so if you let your brain do that then you will slide into a spiral out of which it's very very difficult to pull out of so that's the problem with food it it, it can play so many roles um having said that you know on a lighter note i i love food i live to eat and one of the key reasons that uh drive me to be consistent with working out and my fitness is i really don't want to have to think about eating i don't want to have to agonize before eating i don't want to have to punish myself or restrict myself from eating whatever it is that i feel like eating within limits of course because if i'm active and i work out then my body is capable of of handling whatever i put in my mouth and that's one of the ways that i find balance in my life also my journey with obino has taught me the magic of portion control which is that you don't have to deny yourself something that you want you just don't have to eat too much of it at that time so telling yourself so if you want to have ice cream have ice cream if you want to have cake have cake you want to have pizza have pizza you want to have french fries have french fries it's just don't have them all together and keep having quantities that will drown your system so portion control um using food to not satisfy other joys um these are all things that i think if we can keep in mind we can have a great relationship with food and food is one of it's what we live for right we live to eat ultimately biologically we live to eat and to reproduce those are the only two uh, hardwired instincts that we have so why deny something that nature has you know twined into our dna let's let's enjoy it it's one of life's greatest pleasures absolutely and that's uh, absolutely true i mean yes, uh, we should not deprive ourselves of the food we are meant to enjoy those pleasures which are also from the food at the same time we need to be aware 
of what are the pleasures and emotions we are replacing with food. So if there are interactions needed, if there is workout needed, if there is activity needed, we need to prioritize them and not consume food at the time when we need to work out or move up with the solution. And portion controls, that's an important thing which I learned from Obino from you. Portion, I used to like, caramel was my like, I mean, I can say if it's caramel chocolates, five star bars and pararoshas are like, I can't fulfill myself. So, you know, I can't go with one, it has to be multiple. So I can't just, but then that was the change which I understood from. And yes, this is exactly what helped me a long way to eat it at my wish and will. Because there was a certain path of my life which I had to work on. It was not a compromise. But then yes, I had to work out on myself. And this actually gave me the energy and this understanding gave me the power. Wherein now I can choose whatever I want to eat in smaller portions or in complete portions. And this definitely is going to go along with us. Absolutely. And thanks to you, this was actually a wonderful thing which I learned from myself. No, I think it was a discovery for all of us. Uh, well, all of us with Abino had our journeys. Uh, so I think it changed all of us for the better. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Ritu, we'll be concluding the show in a short while. And I would love to have some message which you would like to share with our listeners and our audience. Something which is really a turning point, some humorous part which you experienced in your self-betterment and lifelong journey or something which is really going to go a long way for the listeners. Something which is going to be motivational enough for them for this one. Um, I don't know what will um, be truly motivational, but I can I can share the one principle that I do live my life by. Yes. Is that um, if something genuinely makes you happy and it doesn't harm anyone, then mm-hmm. you should absolutely pursue it to the extent of your ability without wondering about what people will think about it. I, I really, I think Khalil Gibran said this, he's a very famous uh, author and poet, that yeah. in the path to our happiness, will we find the learning that we were meant for in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. Every lifetime is meant for us to learn certain lessons. And your happiness will come from learning those lessons. So, whatever makes you happy is what you were here to learn in the first place anyway. It's slightly philosophical in that respect. But if you do what makes you happy, with the caveat, of course, that it should not harm anyone, then that is what you were meant to do in this lifetime. And you should not worry about what people will think, uh, what you will look like. How will people interpret what you do? All those are not in your control and that's not for you to worry about. That's not your problem. That's a them problem. It's not a you problem. So you should do what makes you happy as long as it doesn't harm anyone. And you should do it to the fullest ability with joy and with passion. And you should give it everything you have. You should try not to worry about failure. Failure is, is again, beyond your control. Only effort is within your control. So just 
stop worrying what people are thinking about and just give it everything you've got and be happy i think that's Absolutely. what uh, i try to live my life by i think that was wonderful i mean and i think that's a very beautiful message you shared with all listeners as well as myself to give 100% of whatever you have irrespective of the circumstances and uh, situations or the people around you because that's exactly what's going to bring you more joy and more happiness in whatever you do I mean, that's going to have the maximum outcome out of it. And failures, those are like uncontrollable. They are inevitable. Those failures are actually experiences which are helping us to build ourselves. We learn, we experience, and we grow from these failures. So these are not something which we actually need to bother about. We just need to learn and try to see that we don't fail on the same situation once again. So once we are giving hundred percent. ियंसिंग Absolutely. Thank you so much, Meghal. It was a pleasure speaking with you, and thank you for asking. You know, some very insightful questions. Sometimes uh, we get so caught up in in the business of life that we forget, um, you know, the things that keep us going. So conversations like this remind us of what's important. So thank you again for that. It was as always a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much. Yes, it was wonderful talking to you. uh those definitely kept you as well as me going and those are things and those are questions which actually if we summarize is going to just keep us motivated and on the track it's going to elevate us one more step i mean towards our goals towards our journey so yes it definitely benefited me to end in having this conversation thank you so okay. much and thank you you always have been the best of the mentors for me and really like to thank you and especially what a thanks for that Thank you so much, Meghal. Any time, Meghal. It's been our pleasure to have you use Ubino and give us feedback and improve the product. Uh, and you know, it makes us deeply, deeply happy to know that we've made a little bit of a difference in someone's life. That's what we live for. Sure. Thank you. That was wonderful. Thank you very much Ritu for being with us and sharing some wonderful experiences and information for self betterment. Thank you so much listeners for tuning in. Share your insights on Instagram and tag me and Ritu as well. We'd love to see what resonates with you and what wisdoms gonna stay with you and what you're gonna try and practice this week. This is Meghaladi signing off. and we'll be with you shortly with the next episode on your favorite podcast love yourself first goodbye and have a wonderful week